happened last week. Yeah, boy, was that a, a 69 show. It's the Media Boat Podcast, your source for hot news, the hottest news. And if you're listening to us, that news is actually pretty cool. They have cold. Yes, it's, it's hot right now. Let's, let's, I'm let's literally sweating. It. You can't tell, but I am literally sweating. It's also, to heat up. I am literally Tanner from the last time you saw me. Yes, he's changed his name to Tanner, legally. Yes. So he's literally Tanner. I am literally Tanner. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're the Media Above Podcast. What I was going to say is we have the hottest news on <laughs> movies, television, video games, and music. Not necessarily in that order. But always in some type of order. In some kind of order. We make, make it in some kind of order to make you feel some kind of way. So it, works, it's right? uh, some kind of... Some kind of wonderful. Yes. Uh, Exactly. Thank you for filling my blank. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you were going for. Uh, my name is Matt. His I name am is Mike, Mike. And he is Matt. And uh, we also have our peanut gallery here. Huh? Yep, right there. Huh? Right on time. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's hop to it. We'll, I mean, we'll have, you'll regale us with stories of your recent trip uh, when we get to the music section. Will I? I mean, the music well, okay. parts. The music parts, yes. Uh, I don't need to know too much beyond that. Okay. Um, however, what we do need to know is, what was number on, number one at the box office this weekend? Number one at the box office? Well, what do you think was number one at the box office? And I'll tell you that the you're right. Fast and the Furious, the eighth. Yes. So, eight times around, the Fast and Furious is gone. <laughs> number one, it still remains at 19 million, uh, makes it number one. Yeah. 193 million domestically. Yeah. Which sounds very bad for that kind of franchise. It's going to sit around two. Uh, it'll sit around two domestically. That's what I'm saying. But internationally, However, internationally <laughs> did it finally pass a billion? It finally passed a billion dollars a, internationally. I mean, we say finally as if it was taking so long. Actually, no, it was. It was super fast. <laughs> and furious. Right. Yes, it was very fast and very furious hitting that billion dollar mark. So you have, is that the first billion dollar movie of the year? I believe so. It was also the 20th billion dollar movie overall. So uh, how long does Beauty and the Beast have? Like next week, you think? Yeah, I think Beauty and the Beast did hit it. Did internationally, it? internationally. I'm, well, I'm talking about worldwide. Well, yeah, I think. Okay, then it's sure not it, the first one of the year. Then. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it. Hit a, yeah, it did up in a billion. Pretty it went, sure. I'm pretty sure it did because it it, it did more than um, okay. the lion or not the, the, the lion jungle, book. jungle book. Yeah, yeah the so, other one about the animals. So okay, so one and two. So a yeah. non-Disney movie finally made a billion dollars this year. Yes. So that won't last very long. Um, so what else was, uh, rounding out our top five here? Uh, number two was a surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Actually, everything was a surprise. Okay. And number two was How to Be a Latin Lover. That was number two? That was number two with 12 million. Oh, slow week. That's why. I'm going to surprise you with number three here. Sure. What is it? Bahubali 2, The Conclusion. The hell is that? Exactly. Um, a Bollywood movie. I was gonna take I was gonna take a wild stab and say this is from India, but you yes. did it for me. A Bollywood movie okay. is number three at the box office. That's means it's a slow week. Yep. It did exactly as much as it should make. Ten million dollars. How many theaters is that in? I don't know. It's gotta be limited, right? Actually it's at the spectrum in IMAX, so Oh, well. Well, who knows? Yep. Uh, someone knows, just not us. <laughs> uh, number four was the boss baby. With nine nine point five million, yep. putting that total at one one forty eight, and see it on Netflix in two months. 
Probably. <laughs> and uh, rounding your top five was a newcomer and underperformer, The Circle, with $9 million. That tanked, and I'm surprised. Uh, you'd think a like, movie starring Emma Watson and Tom Hanks. <laughs> yes! Right? Sounds like a good deal. And the marketing was there. Is it just no one cared? I'll tell you why. Because it's basically make, made fun of Google, and you don't make fun of Google. <laughs> I don't know if that's fair. It's fair. I don't know. Um, whatever the reason, yeah. that's not a great number. Nope. And that thing is already a bomb. Yep. So, wow, that sucks for Tom Hanks. And Emma Watson. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, sure, you be that way. <laughs> she, has, but, she has the biggest movie in the... She had the biggest movie in the country for like four or five weeks. She's fine. This will not hurt her. You say that now. She's Belle to a generation now. And then she's reminding to their parents' yeah, generation? Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> Give or take. Maybe. Give or take a gap of like five, five or so years. But yes. All right. It actually has been a gap of five, yeah, or, five, so years five or so years since, since last time she was there. That's why yes. I said that. Um, so, okay. Well, we're, we're, here's why I don't want to go to the box office. Weird top five. Here's why I don't want to the movies. Okay. Because summer is here. We yeah. are officially in May, which means summer movies. Almost. And that, yeah, the, the first week is always summer movies. Um, is it Memorial Day? Usually the, the, no. the day. No. That over now. That's over it now. It used to be like ten it used years to ago. Be. That used to be the thing. It's like, oh, Memorial Day is the weekend where the first big movie of the summer comes out. It used to be. Yeah. But then it just became. Then Marvel came in and started making their movies, and changed it to the first weekend of May. You know what this means? That at the end of this month, I'm going to have to start uh, thinking about some jam playlist 2K17. Uh, you can put Green Light on there. Yes, that is on there. You can put uh, that. Um, that that Paramore song, song is on there. Yes. Um, but yeah, but that's more for the music. Yep. And we'll probably cover that later. Uh, but like, yeah, month. But speaking of music, yeah, we didn't say the day. By the way, it's May the third, twenty seventeen. Yes. FYI. Oh yeah, but no, I thought <laughs> I, I don't know how you got that for music. But um, speaking of music, yes, great music's gonna come out the, in the theaters because this weekend is Guardian of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yep. I'll be seeing it tomorrow, seven p.m. Yep. IMAX. Suck it. Cool. Oh, well, Go for uh, it. It's all, it's all for me. Make a date. <laughs> to see it. People out there. But, but, but Doctor doesn't like those movies. Although I did mention Chris Pratt's abs, and she's like, oh, I'll watch it. Ah! I don't think he goes shirtless. He didn't go shirtless in the first one, did he? Yeah, he did. Did he? Well, he got, he got sprayed down, and they showed his abs. I thought he get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in okay. the prison scene. Sure. But other than that, he doesn't go shirtless. In Jurassic World, he did, right? Yes. Yes, that's what I was thinking. That's what you're thinking of. His abs uh, find a way. So now... <laughs> movie news! No, no, no. No? We put a number on this thing. Okay. We put a number on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay, alright, because that's your number one movie, for sure. Oh, yeah. We don't even need to debate. It's so much your number one movie, nothing, nothing else, else is coming out, out of it for it. Everything's backed out of the way. Yep. Okay, uh, so how much did the first one make? First, um, I don't know, because those are always my two touchstones. Is this is a sequel? So how how well did the first one go? And the second question I will ask is, when was the last early May Marvel movie, and how much did it make? I don't know if you have this off the top of your head. I don't know if I have that, but I definitely know where to look for this kind of shit. <laughs> yes, 
There is sources on the internet. Yes, it's for this the, kind it, of thing. The internet knows all. It really does. It's it's surprising how much it knows. Uh, no, it's not. It's not surprising. You're you're right. <laughs> okay, so here's the numbers you're looking for then. Some okay. more movies. All right. All right. So the last time, uh, apparently, this is not what I'm looking for. Then. Wow, wow, that uh, is terrible. <laughs> this is exactly not what I'm looking for. This is great. This is, this is great, great radio. Yep, uh, yep. Okay, so I don't have it. Dead thing. air. Dead, dead, dead air. Dead okay. air. Okay. Okay. So, do so I don't have it. Just, then let's just come up with random stats then. What's your uh, random stat? All right, let's put it. Uh, let's see. I saw projections at 150. Okay. Do you want to just do that? Where would you go for the 150? I would go over. I would go over too. Well, then we have to move it top higher then. All right, 160. I would s still go over. How about 180? Uh, you, I'd go just under 180. It'd be like 175. Okay. Deal. All right, so we'll do that. 180. 180. Uh, 180 over there. <laughs> I think I, I, I feel like I'm insane, but then again... This is Guardians of the Frickin' Galaxy, after people now know what that is. Yes, after people now know what it is, after people fell in love with that soundtrack. People are going to freak out. Baby Groot. Already the reviews yes. that are hitting are ridiculously positive. Yep. This is going to be 90-something Metacritic, and it's going to do Gangbusters first weekend. So I'm comfortable with this. Okay. Well, I think uh, well, Guardians debuted overseas, I think. Yeah. Let's see if I can find a number for it. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy opened with 101 million overseas. So, yeah. It'll do pretty well here. Yep. Okay, what's next? Oh, we have actual movie news now. Actual movie news! Yep. So, let, let, let's. <laughs> we're going to actually have a running theme here. Okay. So we're gonna catch it. Uh, but first, we're gonna talk about. Uh, let's, let's stick with Marvel and talk about this. Um, uh, I don't know who that is. Who does that look like? That is. Yes. Looks kind of like Max Payne from the video game Max Payne. Nope. No. That's a huge Jackman right there. Huge Jackman. I didn't recognize him. The reason you didn't recognize him is because he's in black and white right there. Okay. The reason he's in black and white is because okay. Logan will be getting a black and white. Re-release. Re sure. All right. Um, let me see if everyone knows here. Uh, prepare for a black and white cut as they'll hit theaters on May 16th. Uh, this will uh, reportedly have the same feel as Mad, Mad Max, uh, as Mad Max Fury Road did last year. And they're calling this the noir version. Yep. Okay. Sure. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, people love Logan. Could see it in black and white. Could work out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, so go, so go, go, Logan. You definitely need money for Fox. <laughs> All right, now for our running theme. All right, Sony. Sony. Sony's gonna be a running theme this episode. Okay. I didn't intend on it to be. Well, it just has. It just happened that way. Hey, they're a big company. I recently had to uh, tell my uh, new co one of my new coworkers, who um, only I always. 
I figured he was younger than me because the way that he talks and like the way he does like a lot of the stuff that he's just ignorant to. Yeah. Turns out he's a whole year older than me. Ooh. Um, but yeah, he didn't know. Like we were talking about Sony, and he's like, "Oh, they're just now getting into the movies," and I'm like, "Oh." All right, here's a little history lesson. So I told him about the Columbia buyout in the 80s. Yes. And how they downplayed the Sony name because... Because Sony was turned to electronics to them, well, not also, movies. Well, that wasn't the main reason. The main reason was because in the 80s, there was culture shock in the U.S. about Japanese companies oh, buying yeah. major U.S. enterprises. Oh, yeah, they thought it. Japan was going to buy everything. Yeah. And so Sony had reasons to say, ah, no, it's still Columbia. We're still Columbia. We're American. Yeah, and it was just right under a Sony corporation. Then, the, like, the last five or so years, they, they just flat out straight up said Sony, Sony now because nobody cares and everybody loves Sony. Yep. So, yeah, he was enlightened. He thought that was very interesting. Did Anyways. you blow his mind with the PS3 and the <laughs> Spider-Man 3 being the same same? I'm pretty font? sure he knows that. <laughs> All right, let me move on. Uh, Do so, you not realize that they were Sony as well? Yes. So Sony. Uh, so Sony. Tell me about it. Woo! So the picture's going down the tank. Yeah. Uh, well, we already did this, but now we have definitive numbers. All right. Uh, has Sony Pictures Division will post has recently posted a loss of seven hundred nineteen million dollars last year. Damn. That's three quarter, almost three quarters of a billion dollars in loss last year. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we're talking about an $8 billion company here. Right. And a company whose business in the movies is only a portion right. of their total business. Right, because the whole company actually saw a net profit right. of $655 million. And you can thank the PlayStation for a lot of that. Uh, this is due to the significant increase <laughs> in its gaming services, yes. the PlayStation 4, yes. Yes. and its electronic electronics business yeah. overseas. Which offset overall sales and operating venue. Right. That's the nice thing about Sony. Uh, because you can pretty much rely on them to always be able to bankroll their movie studio because of how successful the rest of them are. Yep. They're rich and they will most likely be forever and so, and so unless something catastrophic happens. So you can pretty much rely on the fact that they're going to be able to finance whatever big deal they want to make in the movie sphere. You mean like trying to buy back... Uh, Bond, James Bond, like that. For yeah. example, I wouldn't be surprised that they just stay there. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's a. It makes sense. Makes to sense. Stay, stick around. By the way, yeah, there's no new, there's no Bond news. That's not part of this. We're just saying. We're just yeah, relating this. We talked about that last week. Didn't yeah, we? I think that was last week. Thought we did, or did we talk about that off the podcast? I think that was off the podcast. Yeah, we were talking about that off the podcast, but yeah, so we were mentioned it passing. Yeah, so. Okay. But there is this report on, on this thing. Narnia. Yeah. Wait, really? Time to get back in the closet. Wait, really? Like I thought they like killed that off because the the last one, the Prince Caspian, didn't do well. Oh, you thought it was dead, but just <laughs> like Aslan, it has come back from the dead. That what Aslan does? I didn't read the books beyond the first one. I didn't read the books either. I just saw the movie. <laughs> I didn't see the second movie. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure this happened in the first movie, though. Eslin dies? Spoiler alert! I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, Eslin Liam Neeson dies. dies. Okay. I'm 12. Liam really? Neeson dies. He sacrifices himself, and then he comes back. Sure. It's like this whole Jesus metaphor. Oh, right. Movie. Yes, because C.S. Lewis. Who? Jesus guy. Oh. Moving on. Bless you. <laughs> 
Anyways, prepare to go back in the closet. <laughs> as right. Narnia franchise may not be dead. Maybe. As then other than Captain America, <gasps> the director, oh. Joe Johnston, uh-huh. will climb uh-huh. aboard to helm this the helm Narnia, the silver chair. Is that the third book? Uh, fourth. Then wait, what happened to the third book? The third book was um, <laughs> the the voyage of the Dawn Treader. Did they make that one? They made that one. Really? Yes. Where was I? I think we were in the little Harry Potter thing. <laughs> I totally don't remember them making a third one. So there's the first one. Okay. The Lion, Lewis, and Wardrobe. Yeah. Then there's the second one, the Prince Caspian. Yeah. And there's the, the there's not the second one. Then there's the third one, named A Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Okay. And also be the fourth one. If you say so, because I don't remember that movie coming out. Okay, just 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 trust, trust me. Go with it. Okay. Uh, Life of Pi's uh, writer David Mag- Maggie, Maggie, the screenwriter or the book author. I think the screenwriter. Okay. Uh, is adapting the script or has adapted the script. Okay. So the script's already there. Got it. They got a director. They have a script. They have a director. Now let's try to cast this thing. Yep. Because, surprise, this actually this book actually does not follow the previous books, but it does. So, you'll no longer have the pen, the 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 the, 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 the kids. Okay. The, the children are not the same. They're not in this I, book. The, it the is their cousin. Book. It's funny. It's the only book I read. Our Peter Carl Gallery we, reading really the only cool. book. Uh, uh, okay. All right. So the movie will center around Eustace Scrub, who is the original. Eustace Scrub. I used to scrub, but now I let my life do it. Then TLC cut. <laughs> No, nah. nah. <laughs> nah, I just gave it to Zach Braff. Ah. Nah. Nah. Right. So, uh, Eustace Scrub is actually the, the Pavensi's children's cousin. So, the original main characters, their cousin will now be the main character. Okay. And he will travel to Narnia uh-huh. to save the kidnapped child of Prince Caspian, who was in the second movie. Got it. I think I follow. If you think you'll follow that, you might be like you might like this movie. No. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I have a movie you might like. Actually, I would like, except they might have just killed it for me. Okay. What did they kill? Boom. That a, they killed puppets. It's Kermit the Frog. Next two. Kermit the Frog here. Uh, can't tell. That is one Melissa McCarthy. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is Melissa like bad? Is Melissa McCarthy in the next Muppets movie? You could call it a Muppets movie because it involved Muppets, okay. but it's not the Muppets movie. Well, this is uh, the longly gestated movie that we keep bringing up, but is always in development hell of Happy Fun Time Murders. What? Yes. What is this? The Happy Fun Time Murders. What's the Happy Fun Time Murders? It's that it's that movie <laughs> written or with, uh, in collaboration with uh, Jim Henson's company. Okay. About a world where humans and puppets live together and coexist, and they have to. And this detective has to solve the murders of puppets. It's a puppet murder. It sounds like uh, Roger Rabbit. A little bit. Okay. But it's puppets. I, by the way, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. So no, no, I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I don't think you've mentioned this before. I clearly have mentioned this before I because don't think I am know. following this thing because it sounds great because it's written by the guy with my Avenue Q. Okay. Avenue Q! Yeah, that sounds alright. 
Yes. So originally, this, um, uh, what's his name? Jamie Fox was supposed to be in the lead role. Okay. But since it's been gestated for so long, he's dropped out. Now they have Melissa McCarthy in the lead role. All right. And with that, that means that people will now bankroll this thing. Yeah, I was gonna say that means people are gonna see it. Yep. That was the problem with that last one. Yep. They put Ricky Gervais in it. <laughs> yeah. And Tina Fey. And Amy Poehler. No, not Amy Poehler. Yeah, it was Tina Fey and and, uh, and that dude from Modern Family. Uh, yeah. Um, Ed uh, O'Neill. No. No. <laughs> the other one. Yeah, I know you're yeah, Yes. The not dad. Eric Stone Street, the, the other one. Yes. No, not the gay guy. Yeah. The dad. Um, Phil Lamar. <laughs> I don't remember his name. But well, anyway. his name's Phil in the show, I think. Yeah. Phil Duffy. Yeah, the guy from Modern Family. That's not yep. the couple. The dad from Modern Family. The male-female couple. There's yeah. a couple male-female couples. Yes. Anyways. The dad who's not Ed O'Neill. <laughs> the dad who's not Ed O'Neill. Yes. Anyways, we actually have actually have some serious business to talk about. Serious business? Yep. Movies are serious business. No, no, no. We actually have some, some actual serious business to talk about. <laughs> so let's, let's move on. Okay. Um, well, that means we're moving into television. Television. By default. Yep. Yes, big... Breaking story of television this week. This is, this is a bridging gap between both uh, TV and movies. The story is that there is no story. So Well, we, the story is yet to be written. It's, but it can continue but it can, being written. Yes, but it can still be get written. Paid. And they'll get paid for it. Yes, so the writer's strike is off officially on Monday. They renegotiated... And they were up apparently until so, early Tuesday morning, yeah, 1 a.m. Yeah. Pacific time, I heard, renegotiating, and they ended up signing a new contract. So the Writers Guild got what they wanted, uh, for the most part. Um, it looks like the majority of the things that they wanted uh, checked off their list they've got. And so they were happy enough on both sides to sign. There will be no strike. Uh, yet. Yeah. For the foreseeable future. For the next three years. Yeah. So the writer's strike, uh, as they basically, there's a new three-year contract that they, they, they've agreed upon. Yeah. Which will put them into 2020. Uh, the deal, uh, for now, is needs to go to approval to boards and council members before the guild members can ratify it and agree upon it. Yeah. That will actually take place in the next month and a half. However, what's in the deal is interesting. So, um, according to uh, some, I think it was the Hollywood Reporter that I got this from. Uh, um, one of the main points that they were, uh, the WGA was fighting for was for health plan, yeah, health services. Yeah. So they will actually get a contribution increase to the health plan that should ensure its solvency for years to come, as well as uh, it made unprecedented gains on the issue of short seasons in television mm-hmm. by defining it. It's language now for like yes. hours. Yep. So 2.4 weeks of work for each episodic fee. And they will and the writers will also get a fifteen percent increase in pay T V residuals. Yeah. Which is roughly a fifteen which will accumulate to a fifteen million increase in high budgeted uh, streaming videos on demand residuals and residuals for comedy variety writers in pay T V. Right. Meaning com- uh, meaning uh, like uh, stuff like last week's last week's night. writers um, Netflix, uh, Chelsea Show. Yeah. Pretty much anything that's not on basic cable. Yep. Uh, so that so would be HBO, show. Showtime, Netflix, Hulu. Yep. So, uh, 
Yeah. Daily Show, Samantha B. Well, no, because those are ca- uh, uh, that's cable. That's cable. Still. Yeah. Okay. Um, where else? Oh, no, that's all I have. That's it. So, yeah, that's good yeah, news. Good news. Uh, we were hoping that they would sign a contract because strikes suck. Yep. Not only for the writers, but for viewers at home. So The infamous loss of heroes of 2006. Yep. Count your blessings that we don't have a strike right now because all the networks would be scrambling to put new reality right. shows up on the air, and we don't want that. No. So the reason they actually <laughs> did three years is because they want to see how streaming video pans out for the next three years yeah. in order to determine the next 10-year contract. Right, because... It's still young enough, even though we kind of know there's a pattern. Right. We know the major players. Which this is what screwed, which is what screwed over the writers originally, because yeah. back in 2006, they signed a 10-year deal. Yeah. Or the while they were on strike, after the 100-day strike, they signed a 10-year deal, which put them to 2006. And, yeah. And then a one-year 2016, one-year 2017, which is where we're at right now. Right. Which is what forced this strike, uh, yeah. this possible strike to happen. And 2006 is tricky because it was right before all of this really started. Right. Yeah, like you went, you're talking 2007, 2008 when we started actually doing the streaming stuff. And even then, original content was three years after. Yes. So it, they yes. had no way of seeing that that was going to happen. So who right. knows what could happen in the next so that, three years. So now that it has happened, yeah. they, they want to take the next three years to hammer out all details of what... Possible to happen in the next ten years. I think the more the two sides talk to each other is the better. Yep. So I think a shorter term makes more sense. Right. Okay. What else do we have in All television? Right. Now let's move. Now let's go back to our revolving door here. All right. Going back to Sony. So going back to Sony. Uh, like I said, I didn't mean for this to happen. Sony Television. But actually, Sony Television. Has renewed both Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Yeah, so 2020. Yep, they extended both to 2020. So, so they both more Jeopardy. They were both already signed on for the next year, 2018. Now they got two more years to 2020. Sweet, keep them coming. Yep. Uh, what about Alex Trebek? This two-year extension uh, will put Wheel of Fortune's will uh, is because Wheel of Fortune remains TV's most watched game show. <laughs> averaging 27 million viewers per week. Man, a lot of people leave, people leave their uh, TVs on during dinner, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. A lot of people just, just leave it on after Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing else on at 7.30. Well, not since they moved the Simpsons off 7.30 slot. Well, even, even then. Even then. <laughs> yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of like a domain zone there. It's, it's yeah. not quite prime time. It's not quite prime time, yeah. And everything else is an hour, so. Yep. Wheel fortune. Yep. Um, yeah, I was actually reading a, th- a thing saying, like, when they retire, who should we get to replace them? All right, let's pick. Uh, one, do we replace Vanna White, or you just... I don't know. No. <laughs> no, I don't care about Wheel. No. Jeopardy. Jeopardy? Who do you replace Jeopardy, Jeopardy host? Because Alex Trebek has got to be... It's just going to be Ken Jennings. Or you put the IBM Watson computer back there. Ah! <laughs> Watson. No, Watson and Ken Jennings both hosting, and they go back and forth arguing with each other. No, no, no. You put Ken Jennings back there. Yeah. You give him a contested panel, uh, and after he reads it, nobody guesses it. Watson, he gets to answer. He, oh, he gets answer. And then he gets to answer. Oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't That's know. That's the twist, is yes. that unlike Alex Trebek, he doesn't have him in front of him. He has to get it right. Yes. And then somebody else has to check him. Yes. That'd be great. Well, there are the, already judges who check. That's like a mix between Jeopardy and that um, the Beast show. 
Yeah. It's kind of like a combination of But that. Except, except he doesn't have to ring it. He doesn't ring in. He, he just waits does. for them he to He waits know. for them to be done. Yeah, he waits for them to, to not know. Where Alex would read, Ken would just be like, I think it's this. And then he would either be right or wrong. No, 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 no. No, it'd be, no, it'd be exactly the same as Jeopardy. Yeah. And he'll read the, read the answer. <laughs> and if everyone gets it wrong or nobody, if, yeah. if time runs out, he, then he gets the chance to answer. Yeah. And then you see his score up. <laughs> Great. Make that happen, Sony. Anyways, what else do we have in television? Uh, the, world, the world of television. Yeah. You have this for television. The wonderful world of television. Mm-hmm. Boom. We have this for television. Oh, what now? What now? What now? Um, so, uh, I put this up here because Ryan Seacrest is officially the new host of Kelly Ripa. Wait, and why is that up there? Oh, sorry. I, I <laughs> jumped here. But yes, that we should well, talk about yes, that now. Okay, let's talk about so that yeah, now. Uh, Brian Seacrest inherits his destiny, which was always to be Regis Philbin. Yep. And so he continues to be Regis Philbin. He continues to walk in those, those, sa- those shadowy Actually, steps. he's this weird like combination of, of Dick, uh, Clark. Dick Clark and Regis Philbin combined into one person. Yep. He hosts everything, and he does the New Year's thing every year. He still does uh, SFM out here. Yeah. Well, technically, he's not even out here anymore. Right. Which it, brings up an interesting point that I want to talk to you about. So one of my managers at work yesterday was talking about this conundrum that she couldn't figure out. But She was like, how can you do that and do the L.A. show at the same time? I don't want to tell her. You want to tell her? Because I don't want to tell her. <laughs> I don't want to tell her. I just thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> how could you be on my, you be on my TV <laughs> at the same time? Because it says live, and my radio's live, <laughs> but it's live. <laughs> it's not live. Don't, 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 don't tell her. <laughs> I won't tell her. But yeah, the radio thing, yeah, he does it earlier because it's... he. Tapes it to be live for the East Coast. Yes. Because Clear, the, the artist formerly known as Clear Channel um, <laughs> is such a major player in the East now that the LA market is kind of an afterthought to it. Right. Even, uh, they it's for the second boat. biggest market in the world. Right. <laughs> but still, that's crazy. Wow. Right. They actually, though, they do block out segments for the LA market, though. Yeah, but they're pre taped. Yes. Yeah, so there's no surprise. I think he'll be a good fit for it. Apparently, they need to take a class on radio and realize how it works. I guess, or something. I mean, it's not necessarily their fault. No. I mean, he no. was a, once upon a time, a local LA DJ. So that makes sense. Uh, we're also was. local podcasters, but it's true. You'll see us complaining. But we're not Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> we don't have Ryan Seacrest money. So also that Ryan, Ryan Seacrest money to do this is, I think, another point we could bring up. Yeah, here. he has so much money, he could just sit on it. He could sit on his cat cash reserves from Kardashian shows. Well, let's forever. bring up the flip side of this. Okay, what has Michael Strahan been doing? Yeah, you don't really hear much on GMA, no. even though he got poached. Yeah. Yeah. No. Apparently, I'm he's, guessing he's, he's doing an okay job enough where no one's really talking about it. Yes. Yeah. He's not bad enough to not talk about. He's, he's not, not good he's, enough he's not to Al talk Ro- about. Either. He's not the level of Al Roker where we can make fun of him, but he's not at the level of like Katie Kerr to where you know her by name. Yeah. You, to where I mean, you know though they host. There's a lot of people who do make, know Michael Strahan by name, but not because of his show. Right. <laughs> 
think Ryan the, 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 you know sense. Robin Roberts. No. Let's put it that way. Neither, neither are we. No. Um, but yeah, Ryan Seacrest makes sense. Um, I, I'm surprised it took them this long. Yeah. Alright, so let's talk about this thing right here. Alright. What about the, the, the news of the Fox? The, the, the Foxing news. So, uh, Fox uh, News uh, co-president Bill Shine is out mm-hmm. at the Cable News Empire where he had been since its 1996 launch. Yep. Uh, the, co- the other co-president, Suzanne Scott, has become the new president of programming. And Jay Wallace has been promoted to president of news. Susan Scott has uh, been has been Sh- Bill Shine's second in command, uh, basically the other co-president. Co-president. Yeah. Uh, and has also been with the network since it began in, 19- in 1996 as well. The Murdochs had recently put out a, a feelers for a new head Fox for new head of Fox News, and were specifically looking. For a woman, in order to, to send a clear message, <laughs> yeah. uh, given the cloud of sexism, given the, 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 PR the network, been there for the, the last network has been under recently. Several months. Yeah. But does this actually clear it up as ah. it's still promoting within the company? Yes and no. You're you're right uh, that it's kind of. I mean, she was already there. Yes. She's already essentially running at least part of the show. Not a surprise that she, that she'd get the promotion. That being said, I think it is a slightly smart move on their part because if they bypassed her to hire another man that would have been an even worse thing oh so, yeah it's good that they did this relatively in the grand scheme of things it's the best choice they could have made in their current situation is it not is it the best choice i don't know business is weird yeah i'm not gonna make assumptions okay uh but yeah uh there's some sense to that all right, and lastly, well, I'll tell you this should be first, but because of the writer's strike, put it goes to TV. Sports. We're talking about sports. Sports Jeopardy. No. So uh, no. Just sports. actually, that, that was the thing that was brought up uh, <laughs> that Jeopardy? that the grooming Dan Patrick to be the new Alex Trebek. That could happen. By giving him sports Jeopardy. That could happen. I can see that. Yeah. He's decent at it. He's, he's okay. He has more of a rapport with the, the people on the Jeff, Sport Jeopardy than Alex Trebek does. Also, I think because just overall, that's such a more casual show. It is a more casual than show. Than Proper Jeopardy. Proper Jeopardy, it puts on airs that it's some sort of intellectual competition. Whereas it is an intellectual competition. <laughs> whereas Sport Jeopardy is just like, I don't know. Well, Read me what you put for Final Jeopardy. It's well, because well, you're debating... Like, like doctors and lawyers right. and grad students, and then people versus... who are really into the Mets. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like a, the guy on the couch true. who watches sports all day. Yeah, or who does sports facts. Yeah, that's fair. Although when I notice there's a trend on sports Jeopardy, I know this is a tangent. So a trend on sports Jeopardy is always people who, like work at the stadium. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I, I do concessions at the at Boston, or like I run a special events at the stadium. It's like. Just picking? Are they literally going to the stadium and picking out employees? <laughs> you, sports Jeopardy. You want? Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> Anyways, actual sports news. Actual sports. Uh, the NFL draft was this past Thursday. It was so a lot of black men got drafted, and white men. Okay. And uh, what's the takeaway? What's your takeaway, Mister Mister NFL? My takeaway is, is that uh, good choices, bad choices. How did the Browns do? 
Uh, I think so, that's the top story. It always is. It always is. <laughs> uh, I think one of the top stories is that the Texans now have a QB in Bubba Watson, uh, the quarterback from Clemson. It's a great football name. It's a great football Bubba name. Bubba Watson. Yes. Uh, McCaffrey. Bubba. McCaffrey. Yes, Mr. Is, McCaffrey. Yes. Mr. Should have won the Heisman Trophy, McCaffrey. Yeah. Is now gone to one of my now dark horse teams, and I hope they do well. Always, always a favorite of mine because they have oh, one of my favorite player names, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. The Jaguars now have a new running back. All right. Uh, also, speaking of new running backs, Adrian Peterson gone to the New Orleans Saints. Sure. So he's going to teach Mark Ingram how to run. <laughs> and. <laughs> Jamal about that base, Charles. <laughs> Has left Kansas City and landed in Denver. Okay. I saw that today. I was like, yeah. can he still run? We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, oh, and also, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, the 252nd pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, the last yeah. pick. Yeah. Uh, was quarterback from Old Miss. Okay. Son of uh, former quarterback, Jim Kelly. Who is basically considered the badass of football because he got suspended for punching a guy at a strip club. <laughs> I, I, I like that <laughs> we're getting to a point where football players are tame enough where that's the bad boy in football. Yeah. No no more killing people, no more dog fights. <laughs> this is the worst thing. This is now about how it's gonna be. Thank God. <laughs> Which is still terrible. It's still terrible. I'm not saying it's not. But in comparison to the things that I mentioned, actual murder and animal abuse, this is not as bad. And yeah, he was picked up by the Broncos. Okay. Sure. Uh, but yeah, um, be sure to check out your favorite team. Make sure, and then be sure to check out free agencies as they're still going on. Yep. And even if you didn't get drafted, be sure to check your phone because people need uh, players for the practice squad. Yes, you. Yes, you. you listening here. Yes, you. You might be drafted by you, the NFL. You, Jeff Papali, so listen to me right there at the bar. Pick up your phone. <laughs> pick the phone and call the Eagles. Call, call, call your local Eagles. Five calls a day, guys. Hashtag five calls. Call a sex line. That's something else. Cry deeply. <laughs> Demand a refund and eat a bagel. Call your local Congress. Cry deeply. <laughs> it sounds like an Indian, like a really bad Indian name and a bad B-fill. All right. <laughs> Alright, uh, so let's uh, let's get away from what well, happened last weekend. Move on. And move on to this weekend. This Saturday, get your big hats ready, get your mid juleps ready. Because we're going to oh, ride, yeah. ride, ride. The Kentucky Derby is here. That was it? Yep, first Saturday in May, the Kentucky Derby. So, Matt, get your big ass, your big pink ass out of the closet. On it. Dust it off. Get those mid juleps ready. Yep, See, it's funnier with like a longer gap. Yes. Okay. Let's get that mid-jewel story. <laughs> you have to explain it. <laughs> no, you have to explain it. For the audio version. Oh, I see. Yes, because we are still a podcast. Yeah, we are still a podcast. Even though you're watching us. You may be watching us. You may be watching us, but Some you're also you listening don't. to us. Anyways. Some of you may not even be listening to us. Maybe not. <laughs> just, no. just hanging out. Just no. for us. It's just for it's us. It's really just for us. Uh, All right, what else do we have in television? Is that it for TV? That's basically it. So now, now we get some cancellations and renewals. 
Alright, so ingovernable. What? Ingovernable. I don't know what that is. In ingovernable. <laughs> a second season on Netflix. You cannot be a governor. No, That's probably no, what that means, no, right? Maybe. In because in, gubernatorial gubernatorial is refers to a gov a, a race to be governor. Right, and, and Goober is my nickname. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so Ingubernable sounds like a show about somebody who cannot be cannot be governor. No, no, no so you're witty. unable. You're unable. It makes me so witty. <coughs> unable. Unable to be me. Unable to be you. Yes. I okay. think nobody's able to be you. <laughs> it's true. You're I think that too. You're oddly. Only you're oddly, oddly individual. I'm oddly enough to be odd. Very odd. Alright, moving on. Z! The beginning of everything. This is an Amazon series that gets a second season. Okay. We also have the quad. <laughs> just slap your quad. <laughs> just slap my quad. <laughs> What's the quad? Uh, I don't know. about college? Maybe. Maybe the quad. I don't know. It's on BET. Not much the it could quad, be anything. Man. It could literally be anything. It's called the quad. <laughs> the quad. It could be four. It's, it's, it's called the quad. Yeah. It's on BET. Could literally be anything. It, it, yeah, it could just be four people. Yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. The quad. The quad. In the quad. Yeah. At their college. Called called quad. I'm sorry. That's what that show should be about. <laughs> that's not what that show is. That's what this show should be about. It's four college kids who meet in the quad every day. So it's a dual meaning. The quad because there's four of them, and the quad because that's where they meet every day. It's perfect. Are they all it's squares? like the bar at Cheers. Are they all squares? That's even better. <laughs> They're squares. They don't fit in. Like a square peg. Wait, no. Square pegs is already a shit. A square pe- <laughs> Like a square hole in a round peg. <laughs> yes. No. Square peg in a round hole. Uh... How are we going to get it in? That's the point. Hurts. Uh, <laughs> Alright, moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. We also, uh, speaking of BET, uh, we also <laughs> have The Breaks and Times the Breaks. Hit the Floor. That's the Breaks. As it left the That's body. The breaks. Yes. The, each of them will get an additional season and be moving to BET from VH1. Got it. Uh, we also have Sweet slash Vicious. Sweet. Vicious. What does mine do? what does mine say? Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I know you're trying to do the dude where Cancelled! Okay. It's been cancelled. Yeah, it's been cancelled for Slash one season. Vicious. Uh MTV. Okay. Uh now we have my show, Freakish. <laughs> Accurate. Second se- gets the second season on Hulu. <laughs> okay. We also have Hap and Leonard. Gets a six-episode third season on Sundance. Right. We also have you, me, the jury. Oh, yes, that thing, which is like the live jury That's thing weird. on Fox. Yeah, what's up with that? That's scary. Canceled after two episodes. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Could have seen that coming. It's such a dumb idea. Good. Uh, also, we have Pitch. Yeah. Canceled after the one season. The softball show. Tra- it's baseball. Baseball problem, sorry. Yes, the should have been a movie, not yeah. a TV show. Yeah. Yep, one season. 
And now for our desk, we have Colonel Bruce Hampton, age 70. Musician of Colonel Bruce Hampton. Okay. Uh, he actually died on stage Ugh. during the final moments of a benefit concert honoring his 70th birthday at Aww. the Fox Theater in Atlanta. That's rough. Yeah. So he literally collapsed on stage. That's sad. Uh, we also have Michael Mantu... Man, Mantu... Mantu... Go for it. Mantooth. Okay. Michael Mantenuto. Okay. Uh, age 35, star of Disney's Miracle... Disney's Miracle. Yes. So the hockey movie. The movie Miracle. Yes. Yes. Uh, as Jack O'Callaghan, <laughs> a.k.a. the guy who made the winning shot against the uh, Soviets. In this fictional uh, version of the Miracle on Ice. No, 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 no the actual Oh, uh, the actual one. Wait, well, well, yes, in this movie version yeah, of... That's what I mean. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. This is really hard to what? follow. What? All right. That's okay. Video games. We're moving on. Video games. That's good. No? Yes. Yes. Yeah, video games. Yeah, those two deaths. Moving on to video games. And, oh no! Reoccurring! Sony! Sony! What are you doing All here? Alright, yeah. What's up with that? What, what, what's their news? Uh, so, Sony has put out some numbers uh, for the PlayStation 4 as they try and, like, you know, shut their stuff and boast. Yeah. Because, obviously, Nintendo's making such a freaking big deal about Switch. Yep. They have to stay out there and be like, hey, wait, we're, we're still number one, guys. Don't yep, they come out and say, hey, the Switch may, may have sold X amount. Yeah. But we're still, we are still sold more. It's like, don't show us that Mario Kart numbers. Here, we got some numbers for you. Yeah. So their number, Sony is uh, saying that they have now shipped 60 million PS4s. 6-0 or 16? 6-0. Okay. 16. Big difference. I think it's 16 its first day. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, 60 million PS4s is a lot of PS4s. Yes, uh, data reveals that Sony has shipped 20 million units during the 2016 fiscal year, with uh, 2.9 of those uh, coming in the final quarter, and a record 9.7 during the third quarter, which is a record for Sony consoles sold in any quarter. Nice. People uh, like that thing. Still... This thing has not cast a PS4 yet. You mean uh, PS3. PS3. Three? Oh, okay. PS4 still had 100 million units way out there. Yeah. PS3 is, is at 80, 80, 80 million units. But the PS3 had twice the lifetime of what PS4 is at right now. PS3 had a seven-year lifespan. Yeah. The PS4 is just now entering its fifth year. Yeah. So, so it's got still so its fifth year. It's gonna it's do it. It's sixth year and its seventh year. It's gonna do it. So it's got three more years yeah. to hit. And as hot as it is right now, the PS3, if you recall, sold really slowly until they about a couple years in when they released the slim model. Right. That's when it started to pick up. And so, now they've released the pro model. So with PS4 consistent consistently selling this high, it's gonna have, gonna have no problem passing the PS4. Yes. Now, do you see a PS5 in the near future? Uh, so... It depends, I think. This is the popular rumor going on right yes. now. Yes, this is why I started the news. This is why I just bring this some up. some sort of it. hardware yes. sometime this year. And I don't think it's what we think it is. 
No. And the reason is, is because the Scorpio, Scorpio hasn't dropped yet. Right. It will 100% rely on two things about the Scorpio. One, what the Scorpio actually is and how much it costs. And well, I guess it's three things then. And two, the guts. whether it matters. Right. Because that thing's not out. What if that thing totally bombs? What if Microsoft prizes it out of competition um, and only the most avid of avid dedicated Xbox players buy it and then it only sells like 10 million? You mean no like, one's going to care. You mean like when the PS3 first came out and yeah, they completely exactly. it? And, it's, and they came out saying, well, no one's supposed to buy this model. This is just for if you want it right now. So yeah, if that's scenario, if that's if we do see a massive failure for the Scorpio, then Sony has no reason at all to introduce a new PlayStation anytime soon because they have the Pro to relax on. If it is a new skew um, of the PS4, it'll probably be another version of the Pro, or will it be a slim, slightly, slightly changed in some way. There's already a PS4 slim. It launched alongside the same day as the Pro. Right. Or like a week before or something. Uh, so I don't think it'll be another slim PS4. I think if they do anything, it'll be like a slightly redid second model, like maybe a two terabyte Pro. Ooh. Yeah. Um, because Scorpio things going to launch with two, so mm. it would make sense to match. Right. Um, for the holidays. Or it might be something completely off, of, uh, off, uh, off base. Like maybe Sony is developing some sort of cool tablet thing. Because, remember, the Vita is all but dead at this point. And the Switch is making tablets hot in the gaming space again. Maybe it's some sort of replacement to the Vita that's more of like a tablet. They could totally do that. Have it stream PS4 games just like the Vita did. Um, have the... Pl- like the so, are we assuming that uh, play stuff and PSVR is dead? Uh, I mean, it's doing better than I think they anticipated it was. They've... I read something that implied that they were happy with its performance so far. Hmm. Um, so it found. It's, I don't think they expected it to go beyond the niche that it found. Right. I think that that was the, the the kind of the weird. Everybody just assumed that PlayStation that Sony was bankrolling this thing, like they were relying on it to be the next big PlayStation product. I don't think that was the case. No. I think they knew that it was going to be a boutique, boutique product. That's why they only made so many of them. And that's why, and they, that's why they're not pushing it through marketing, is because they know that it's probably a smaller audience than right. PS4 so we, we didn't really see a big push for it no. during E3. I think the, this E3, you'll probably see a very brief part of their con- of, of their uh, press conference talking about a few games, but probably nothing beyond that. I think VR is not dead; it's just not their focus. I think uh, for Sony, you're going to hear a lot of sequels of yeah. PS4 games that you loved. But they also have to do original stuff. I think uh, they're 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 dying for it. I think we'll see DLC. I mean, this is a little early for E3 predictions. Probably right. at the end of this month is when we yeah. should do that. But I think yeah, DLC Horizon for Horizon yep. will be at that show. Um, some sort of I would bet some sort of uh, more footage of Last of Us Two yes. will be at that thing. They have to do something original, though, because that's they can't hang their hat on existing IP. Sure they can. Well, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, that, well, we'll yeah. talk more about E3 stuff as, as the rumor rolls. You'll see God of War stuff, yeah. Because, yeah, video game news is probably going to slow down for the rest of May. Yep. Hyping up. For I mean, hell, I, I was struggling to find news here. But, yeah, okay, so let's uh, talk about uh, Nintendo's console. 
The Switch. The what? The Switch. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about the new console. Oh, right. I forgot they did this. <laughs> I'm glad you know what I'm talking about, otherwise yes. it makes no sense. <laughs> because they really, really want you to believe that the 3DS library is still is still around, and hey, they're still going to make games so for it. There's a new 2DS. Yes. The new 2DS XL. Yes. Uh, so unlike the original, the two, the proper two DS, proper two DS, uh, this one, uh, sorry, yeah, the two DS, yeah, the two DS, yes, uh, <laughs> I just like saying two DS, because I know like, you guys are oh, wait, the, like, the two DS, yeah, but I was like, the DS was two D, no, no, this no. is the two DS, the two DS is the non three D version yes. of the three DS, right? So, so in the, a big chunk, weird. A parallelogram, not parallelogram, like a brick. trapezoid. Yes. It's a trapezoid. So, yeah, so unlike the 2DS, uh, this one can actually fold. Yes, this one will be a clamshell. Yes, like it is clamshell. But unlike the new 3DS, this one cannot do 3D. No 3D. Um, it will have a clamshell design. It actually ditches the back camera because, hey, no need for 3D pictures. Yep. Yep. And will come with a $150 price tag. Which I think is a little high. Will you want to put that? 99 Yeah. I think it should be $100. Yeah. The original 2DS when it launched was, I think, around that. Right. Or you can spend another $150 to get yourself a Switch. Yeah. That's kind of the other thing about this. Uh, this will uh, be alongside the two major new 3DS releases that they announced already, which we actually didn't cover on our podcast because uh, we, we, we have a bad habit of skipping over Nintendo Directs. Yeah. Uh, the, a new Pikmin game called Hey, Pikmin. I'm not kidding. That's the name of that game. Yep. Hey, Pikmin, and some of the things. Uh, the Rabbids one? Oh, right, yeah, Mario... Mario, Rabbids, Mario RPG. Mario and the Rabbids, so a UB and Nintendo collab. Yeah, that's an RPG. Or sure, something, I don't know. But yeah, so there's stuff coming out on that thing, but really, I think this is their last, like, this will be the last 3DS model. I'm going to put that out here right now. That's there what we said about the last one. <laughs> another 3DS or 2DS, this is it. So we said about the last one, but hey. It's done. Know. It's done. Alright. Switch is the future. Well, Are we going to talk about the Switch? Well, you want to talk about the Switch? Uh, we can talk about the Switch. Brief stuff uh, is that uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, it was released, and apparently it is... It probably fixes a couple stuff. Not only the fastest selling game outside of Zelda, of course, on the Switch already, it yeah. is also the fastest selling Mario Kart game in the history of the series. Well, hell, we're also going to play on there. And uh, there's a great piece on uh, over at uh, Vice's Waypoint uh, that Patrick Klepek did, uh, basically saying, uh, uh, talking about how these numbers are because nobody, are basically proof that nobody bought a Wii U. Yeah. It's like, this is their, even though this is a remake, essentially a remaster of Mario Kart 8, people are buying it because they didn't play Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Because nobody had a Wii U. Right. Apparently, what I saw was that uh, throughout the, through the month of March, the Nintendo Switch has sold 13 million units. Yeah. Which is equal to the entire life of the Wii U. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Things are all right. They're kind of fucked up on the Wii U. So their e is going to be really uh, cool But, but well, they have welcome to back to the game. They have to do so many announcements because who knows beyond this year what is coming after that. Hey, Nintendo, welcome back to the game. Mario's at the end of the year. Uh, uh, Splatoon's out next month. Skyrim Switch come out eventually. Uh, Sandpoint, yeah, but who really cares about that anymore? 
people like Skyrim. The, the freaking well, I'm just saying like how badly sometimes the uh, remaster edition runs on our PS4 Pro. Yeah, I can't imagine how Skyrim will run on a Switch. Okay, just putting that out there. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put it out there. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Right, yeah. Put that out there. Especially like on like a to go in like a to go way. Like if you're playing that on the bus, like ugh, how choppy that frame rate would be. I'll chop your dragon up. You do that. All right. So let's move on. <laughs> uh, Anything else for video games? The last thing for video games. Uh, we have a new game to talk about. Okay. This thing rocked the internet. Uh, or actually rocked my world. Rocked your world. Yep. Uh, Darksiders 3. The game everyone yeah. thought was dead. Yes. And everyone thought was gone. Apparently found a hope to play. Well, so the... So, it's, it's a complex story, though. Once upon a time. Yes. So, <laughs> THQ Nordic was the original developer of that series. But then THQ went under. THQ, the publisher, went under. But Nordic games still existed. Yes. What they've started doing, however, is using the THQ name in their name. So they still refer to themselves as THQ Nordic. Right. So it's getting to the point where people are just calling it THQ again, when THQ isn't the company. Right. But then they get, uh, then they get yeah. bought by Ubisoft? They got bought. And then they are man- now making this game again. Yes. So it's the people. A lot of the people who made the original first two Darksiders, right? So the guy. So well, the way I read it was that the guy who made Darksiders was at THQ. Yeah. When THQ went under, he left and started working at Ubisoft. Ubisoft bought THQ Nordic <laughs> and put him back in charge of it. Yeah. So <laughs> in a weird roundabout way, the guys who made the original Darksiders are back making Darksiders three. I mean, I mean, cool. Yeah. I'm excited for another Darksiders. Uh, yeah, so the game was actually uh, first put out as a rumor by Amazon uh, as a listing. And then IGN quickly put up their video saying, Oh, we messed up on the exclusive. Yep. Uh, but anyways, uh, you'll play as the female Fury and take on the Seven Deadly Sins yeah. and their mystical creature servants. Which sounds so awesome. Yep. Uh, this will be an open-ended, living, freeform game, uh, freeform game world ranging from the heights of heavens to the depths of hell, dilapidated by war and decay, and overrun by nature. Okay, so it's gonna be post-apocalyptic. So obvious joke alert: if the first Darksiders was Zelda, then is the third Dark Darksiders Zelda: Breath of the Wild? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more Wind Waker. <laughs> I wish. Oh, great. Anyways. So yeah, that sounds cool. Yep. Uh, I'm more than happy to play another Darksiders games. The first two are real fun. I haven't played Darksiders. Uh, you should get their remastered. Uh, they have their remastered collection, which is 1 and 2 for PS4. Okay. You should pick that up if you feel like buying I should. a game at time. Soon. Oh, no, no, this game we're buying is after you finally buy that. Yes, uh, so yeah, I haven't been home at all this, this past week. Yeah, I think maybe a, since, since the last time we podcasted, yeah, I've been home a total of maybe 10 hours and it's something all been like sleeping. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, we'll get back to playing stuff. I played something though. What did you play? 
I played the first hour of the game Prey. Oh, yeah. So right now available on Xbox and PS4 is a free demo. Uh, for you told me the one hour, Brave, The Bethesda remake. I, well, not remake. Relaunch of the Prey franchise. Not to be confused with Prey by Starbreeze Studios for the 360 and PS3. This is a different game. Okay. It is also named Prey. Uh, but yes, so the first hour of the game is up for free as a demo. Um, I played it. It's very Bioshock. I uh, say, so how much of it is like alien though? Uh, a very tiny bit. Okay. Um, so essentially, the, the the studio here is Arcane, who made the Dishonored games. Right. So there's a little of similarities in like character design and controls, but it is a shooter. It's uh, okay. whereas Dishonored is a stealth game. Mm-hmm. This is more of a shooter. The fir- it's but it's very Bioshock to the first the, to the thing where. The first thing it does is turn your belief of the world you're in on its ear, like within the first 10 minutes, um, immediately showing the facade in a kind of a portal one kind of manner. You'll see what I mean okay. when you play it. Um, and then the second thing it does is give you a uh, literal wrench yeah. to do melee combat. So it's very Bioshock in, in a couple of ways. Um, there is some unique stuff. There's a gun that shoots goo that you can use as platforms, which is kind okay. of good. Kind of cool. Um, there's a lot of reading material on books and stuff around, like around the house, um, and oh, and there's like interactive monitors that you can mess with to see, like, read people's emails and stuff. It's a pretty cool thing that they're doing with that thing. I'm not 100 percent sure I want to play an entire game worth games worth of that uh, because by the end of the hour, I kind of was disliking the combat. It felt a little weird to me, but. I think a lot of people will be way into what this game is. I think you're going to get a kick out of it, specifically. All right, so that's what I played, but we're going to play Finch once you pick that up. Yeah, uh, I want to play it tonight, but it'll probably be too late. I want to play it tomorrow, so but I'm going stream. to be yeah. watching Guardians of the Galaxy. we'll stream it on Friday. I guess we'll stream it Friday, yeah. yeah. So look for it to stream it Friday then. Yeah, uh, keep an eye on our YouTube video, our YouTube uh, channel, and we'll be streaming some of the adventures. I don't think I'm going to be on Friday. The doctor has class, uh, I think, this weekend. Well, sometime, sometime soon. We'll, yeah, we'll so, tell you. Sometime, sometime soon, we'll go. But uh, we're actually going to hop on over to our last segment, the Bills Billboard. The Bills? The Buffalo Billboard. Buffalo Billsbury. Music. Yes. Billboard. Guess what? Nothing changed. Well, actually, forget everything that happened last week. Because your number one song in the, in the nation right now um, is no longer Kendrick Lamar. In fact, Kendrick Lamar has been, uh, has been moved down to number three. Okay. Your number one is actually something that had already been on the top five for a few months. That has yet, had, is finally in its number one spot. That's what I like by Bruno Mars. That's what I like. Is now your number one That's song in the I country. Like. And also the number Trump one song in 2002. Champagne on ice. God, I hate that song. Number two. We're Shaker that by Ed Sheeran. Number three is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. So humble. Debuting at number four. Des- here. Can you pronounce this? Because I don't want to botch it. Despacito. 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 By Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee. Featuring, hey! featuring Justin Bieber. Um, that's why. And your number five, rounding out the top five songs, is Mask Off by Future. Moving on to the Billboard 200, which is your albums list this week. Your number one album is still Damn 
by Kendrick Lamar. So he was not dethroned on the album chart. So, damn. Another solid week for Kendrick. Number two, moving up, actually, to number two, More Life by Drake. Uh, Damn it, Drake. Get out of here. After people on Spotify are done listening to Kendrick, they're like, oh, yeah, that Drake album's on here. (laughs) Then number three, Divide by Ed Sheeran. Number four, debuting at number four this week, Eight by Incubus. Hey! New Incubus record charted. And number five, 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. There's Moana. Our weekly Moana check. Yes. Number seven. Right underneath, Memories Do Not Open by the Chainsmokers. Uh, That is your Billboard. Yes, our weekly Moana check, because that thing's still in the top ten. It's awesome. That's your Billboard for the week. Yep. Your box. New releases. New releases. I got one that's probably not on your list, but I'll wait until Probably. Uh, We have At the Drive-In with Interalia. It's literally broken up that way. I'm not not, not, like making fun of that. That's literally what it is. Uh, We also have a new... new, New single, new album by Blondie. Okay. Uh, called Pollinator. Sure. We uh, we have the Black Lips with Satan's Graffiti. Okay. Or God's Art. That sounds like a Black Lips album name. Okay. <laughs> we have Brother Ali with All the Beauty in This Whole World. Wow. In one album, Jesus. In one album. I know. Pretty I impressive. Surprised he was able to do it. One album. <laughs> I know. We also have Chris Stapleton. For yep. our coolest listening. The man. Yep, but both the coolest are actually listening to well, us right the biggest now. male name in country. Right yep, now. Chris Stapleton with, with From a Room, Volume 1. Okay. We also have Bonnie Prince Billy with Best Troubadour, which is actually a Merle Haggard tribute album. Right. We also have Flowbots with No Enemies. Is that what happened to the Flowbots? They're still making music so, somehow. Somehow. They still ride their bike with no handlebars? No handlebars. No, no handlebars. handlebars. They still ride their bike with no handlebars. <laughs> no handlebars. No handlebars. <laughs> we also. <laughs> right. We also have Forest Swords with Compassion. Okay. F- full of Hell. Trumpeting Ecstasy. Okay. Logic with their album Everybody. 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 Kasabian. For crying out loud. For crying out loud. Juana Molina. With Halo. Okay. Mac DeMarco with This Old Dog. Um, I have a weird anecdote about Mac DeMarco. I once dated a girl who told me that she would, and I quote, stick her tongue between the gap in Mac DeMarco's teeth. Unquote. That, um... <laughs> Moving on. I want to take a guess at who this is, but I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> she really liked Mac DeMarco. Okay. Uh, we also have Night Jewel with Real High. Okay. Perfume Genius. All right. With no shape. That new Perfume Genius? I actually know who this is. I know you're laughing at the name. I'm laughing at the name. That's a great name? It's a great name. Perfume Genius. Uh, we have Pond with the weather. <laughs> you know, the weather. Yeah. And the Afghan Wigs in spades. Okay. All right. All right. Did I name your album? On uh, Friday, the new Kaitana album is out. Okay, so that is Which I've been looking forward to since 2013, so I'm jazzed. He's literally jazzed. I'm literally jazzed. Literally jazzed. Uh, Augusta, Augusta from Kaitana still owes me a t-shirt. Still? Yeah. All right. <laughs> she said when new merch came in. All right. It's been like two, three years. <laughs> they never got new merch. <laughs> well, they know they did. <laughs> Hey, I'm just glad that my $20 that didn't go to a t-shirt went probably to tour expenses, yeah. so 
I, that's why I told you, them. You fed them lunch. Because originally, she, Augusta emailed me and was like, oh, do you want your money back? Or do you want to just wait? We can let you know when new merch comes in. I was like, no, I'd rather you guys use this because I know that's what this stuff goes to. Right. And so you can keep it, is essentially what I told her. So, so you... Um, so I still have an archive. You, you did you verbally say you can keep it? No. You typed it. No. Oh. <laughs> I said I said that I will... I, I said thank you for the offer. I think I'll just wait for new merch to come in. All right. So uh, <laughs> speaking of new merch, Radiohead, right there. Okay. Uh, it's their 20th anniversary of OK Computer. It is. And they will uh, feature... Uh, they will actually do a special 20th anniversary. Controversial opinion alert. Still their best album. Controversial opinion over. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> uh, this, will fe- this will feature newly remastered and unreleased tracks. It will be available June 23rd. In fact, it's the only Radiohead album I like. <laughs> no, that's just about me. <laughs> Alright, so let's get to the uh, big news of the day then. The big headliner of the week. The one that was all over... Wait. Why are you in here? <laughs> Did you skip something? No, uh, maybe. maybe. No, um, maybe. Well, because I know it's not that, but it is this. Uh, we're going to talk about the Fire Festival. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Movie also, music I, did, did, did Kristen get my joke, by the way? I don't think so, because we, we didn't know about it. Oh, right. We were at Stage Chris the whole time. None of us use social media. We didn't know what was going on. I made a I made a joke that I thought was very clever, but then I immediately realized she probably has no idea what that well, means. Well, here's the funny part: is that okay? So I'll tell you why she probably didn't get it. Probably thought yeah. it was something else. Yeah. So we're um, we're sitting around on Saturday. I, I think it's Saturday, uh, watching the the game, watching the, the Clipper game. Yeah. And uh, oh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, watching the Clipper game. And um, so we're making lasagna for lunch. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the smoke alarm goes off. Uh-huh, right. We don't know why. We don't see any smoke. We don't smell any smoke. There is no fire. <laughs> but for some reason, the smoke alarm goes off. We were able to finally figure out how to turn off the damn smoke alarm. Yeah. About 20 minutes later, we hear a knock at the door. Right. It's the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> they came. Yeah. Because, hey, the alarm went off, so yeah. they came. So we started calling it the Great Fire of, of Coachella. So, yeah, I, re- I replied to her tweet Yes. about that. Just said, Fire Fest, but fire spelt right, normal. Yes. <laughs> See, she got Then I immediately the, realized, she's probably not going to get this. No, we didn't get it. I didn't get it until I came home Monday and saw, oh, okay. what is this? So let's talk about Jaw Rule. Yes. <laughs> Let, let's talk about Fire Fest. Yes, F-Y-R-E. <laughs> yes, Fire Festival. Uh, so, uh, as if you've been following social media, um, there's already a class action lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Has been filed against Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Billy McFarlane and their company, Fire Media, Fire Media Inc., attesting that the festival's, quote, lack of adequate food, water, shelter, and medical care created a dangerous and panicked situation. That was closer to the Hunger Games or Lord of the Flies <laughs> than Coachella. They are claiming that the quote extreme. defendants <laughs> that, that that quote that the defendants had been aware for months that their festival was dangerously under equipped 
And the few contractors who had been retained by the defendants were refusing to work because they had not been paid. Yeah. As well as the island wasn't private, <laughs> as it claimed to be, as there was a sandals resort just down the road. <laughs> and as their website claimed, Pablo Escobar actually never owned that island. <laughs> it gets worse. As Mr. McFarland... Okay, you're, you're buying this stuff, <laughs> and they're selling it. Like, obviously, they've got to list out the name of the island. You're going to get tickets to the name of... Why would you not check into this shit This costs anywhere buy? between $1,200 and $100,000. Also, again, I think we should talk about yes, the clientele of this thing. Yes. Like, Who was invited and why? Oh, uh, you can get oh, to that. Oh, uh, Go ahead and get to that. So there was a there was a high amount of Instagram models who were basically paid to sponsor this thing, and some to go to this thing. Yes, because they knew that the clientele, because of the high price tag, was going to be basically bored rich people. And so there was quickly a lot of people who basically came out and said, hey, I was offered money to advertise this thing. I turned them down, and boy, I'm glad I did. <laughs> I saw a lot of that on Twitter. All right. Uh, so Mr. McFarlane and Mr. Atkins, a.k.a. Ja Rule, began personally reaching out to performers and celebrities in advance of the festival yeah. and warned them not to attend, <laughs> acknowledging the fact that the festival was outrageously under-equipped and potentially dangerous for anyone in attendance. The running theory is that this is why Kendall Jenner did not go. Yes. Because she apparently fronted $350,000 for this thing. Whew. Yeah. That's what. That's the number I read, which is wait, ridiculous. Wait, wait, She paid? Yes. $350,000 to go. <laughs> but then someone told her, hey, you probably shouldn't go. Or I think, no, I think they paid her. They paid her. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, they paid her $350,000 to promote it. Yes, that makes more sense. So, and I think she actually did. Yeah. And but she didn't go, which is funny because uh, shortly thereafter, um, the actual um, ad went up on YouTube showcasing it, and then just completely negative reviews in the <laughs> comment section just downloaded to hell. Man, but yeah, I mean, it looks like it's supposed to be this extravagant uh, get a, some this uh, getaway yeah. uh, Coachella fest on a private island. With Ja Rule. With Ja Rule and other performers. Which is funny, because they didn't say the performers. They didn't say who was going to be there. They just... Yeah. So they just had a, there was a, a beach. They had a beach with hot models. Yeah. And basically said, come come spend your time here. Yeah. It was that... Like, that's not any information whatsoever. <laughs> no, but people pay for it. That's... that's I, I, think that's, that's the, I think that's the you, best part what? of this, is that people pay yeah. for something not knowing what they were getting. Yeah, this is one of the best internet examples about the, how the internet can amplify schadenfreude. Yep. Because that's what everybody is, ha- like, everybody is so gleeful in the pain of these rich people, and it's hilarious. <laughs> everybody is so, having such a field day with this. Also- I don't, I don't have a, like, I'd feel worse about it if it wasn't so yeah. stupid. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's the whole thing, is that it, because of who it happened to- Nobody cares. Nope. Everybody thinks it's hilarious. Also, I'm sure Ja Rule will be happy that this is probably the most anybody has said the name Ja Rule in a very long time. Well, it's probably the most Ja Rule has been said 
Says Parks and Rec. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's being mentioned yes. several times by Aziz Ansari's character. Next to Genuine. Yes. <laughs> the most job role promotion he's had in a while. Yeah. Yes. Alright, well, let's see if I... Okay, so let's move on and see if I put up this actual thing on here. Nope, I did not. I'm actually missing one. Okay. Alright, so, let, so let's uh, go here then. Talk yeah. about Sony! About Sony. Our, our running, running joke here. Did we find Sony? Huh? For sign, sign, did we find more Sony? Alright, yeah. So, um, well, actually, it's a, uh, not Sony itself, but rather one of their bands. Okay. I believe it's one of their bands. Called Palette Swap Ninja. That's the right name. It is a great name. So, uh, this year, 2017, is not only the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. Tomorrow is, of course... May the 4th. Oh, God, that's right. Be with you. And also with you. Uh, but, this year is also the 50th anniversary of the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper Lonely Hearts Club Band. Okay. Nice! Guess what they did? Uh, now that I've mentioned both of those, guess what they did? Uh, I feel like I don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, I'm going to tell you. What did they do? So, they created a new album, so Palette Swap Ninja created a new album that merged both Star Wars and Sgt. Pepper's into one full-length concept album titled Princess Leia's Stolen Death Star Plans. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Alright. It's the entire Beatles album. As uh, accurate as it can be, okay. down to the reverse saxophone, the reverse right. cassettes. Right. Only now it tells the story of Star Wars in order. Okay. Sure. They have put this on YouTube, and it is amazing. That's awesome. I okay. want to show you this because it is freaking fantastic. Sure. Okay. Clearly, our Phoenix Brown loves this. All right, I mean, solid. I mean, that's a solid gag. I, I mean, it sounds like that could be funny. If you're gonna watch this, you're gonna, I don't know if you're gonna laugh, I'll give it a try, or be like, "What the hell?" Yeah. That's... So, like a little bit of all three. When I saw this, I was like, "What? Oh, that strangely works. Oh, hey, I know what song they're they're using here." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of one of the most iconic albums of all time. Yeah, I would hope that you recognize the songs. <laughs> I like how put off you are, Matt, by this whole just, You're like, ah! I'm not as put off about this thing anymore. I'm still put off by the fact that May the 4th is a thing. Hey. Why? Branded holidays are dumb. Christmas says hello. And what else says hello? Hey, Pi Day! Coachella! Christmas, Christmas isn't owned by Disney, I and neither is the number Pi. India, okay, now let's talk about India Stagecoach. Okay, regale us with stories of the desert and country music. I shall try and regale you as much as I can before the my uh, computer runs out of battery. Okay, tell us briefly, uh, what are the best, who are the best, who are the worst? Uh, one of the best uh, was uh, Willie Nelson, and I saw him on his 89th birthday. He has a new album. Yes, 87th birthday, my bad. Yep. And actually, right before uh, Willie Nelson came on, they actually did part of a movie shoot. With Bradley Cooper. Nice. Because uh, they're remaking A Star is Born. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, so Bradley Cooper came out and uh, they did some filming for it. Cool. Just like they did filming with Lady Gaga the previous weekend for yeah. Coachella. 
yeah. So it was good seeing uh, Willie Nelson. Uh, Los Lobos and 38 Special rocked the house. Okay. Um, only knowing like maybe two of their songs each. <laughs> right. I was just yelling play the hits the whole time. <laughs> I was that You're guy. You're that guy. Yes. And then I got to Kenny Chesney and I was also saying play the hits after every song. The but, worst. Remind me never to go to concert <laughs> with you. Which is funny because, you know, all his songs were hits. Well, he had an hour and a half set list. I'm glad you but didn't do that was... at all, dogs. <laughs> Play the hits. They would just, just, just be like, what? Shania was also there. She's Did she really play the hits? Yes, actually. So, okay. Did she play Up? I think so. Did she play... Man, I feel like a woman. Yes, I know she played that one. Then she played the hits. Then she played the hits. Yeah. Oh, she also played the other one. Um, uh, whose bed have your boots been under? That's her. Yes. Okay. Oh, she also played God, the other I one. I didn't realize she did. But that. she also played the other one. What's, I don't remember what the other one is. The, the song that doesn't impress anyone. Oh, uh, yes. That, that, that don't impress me much. Yes. yes. Uh, other acts include Dirks and his Bentley. Okay. Yes, I know it's at eleven percent. Oh, we got it. We got it. I didn't realize it goes. By yeah, the uh, I think I can. I think I can reach. Uh, no, I, I got. Let's do this closer. Scotch, scotch, scotch. There. Okay. Hey. Okay. Hey, it's reaching, but it's also on a straight line. Back in business. All right. What, All right. Yeah, what else do we so have? So Dirk and his Bentley. Uh, he was really good. Um, yeah, I, I liked a lot of. How's his Bentley? Huh? Is his Bentley shiny? No, but he was definitely drunk on a plane. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> What was the percentage of his songs that he did that were about alcohol? Was it over 50? I think it was about 80 proof. <laughs> that was pretty good. This is pretty good. What about Kenny Chesney? What was his balance of party, party slash beach songs and um, dramatic songs? Uh, actually, really well, fair balance, actually. Okay. Um, the one song uh, he didn't play that I was hoping he would play was that uh, we went out last night. Because, yeah, my, my dad's joke always, but, 10 years ago, about Kenny Chesney was, because um, he used to watch the country music video countdown, sure. and his joke was always like, every other Kenny Chesney <laughs> video, it goes from him sitting on a chair on the beach, immediately to escaping from an exploding building. And back and forth like that forever. That was my dad's interpretation of Kenny Chesney. Well, I saw He's Kenny Chesney, I think... Last year, two years ago, <laughs> at the Rose Bowl with uh, Jason Aldean. Okay. And he played for like two and a half hours there. Jesus. So I got like the full blasted Kenny already. So sitting him in a full more... Blasted con- full Kenny. blasted Kenny. Yeah, so sitting him in like a more condensed version. So are you saying Kenny's blasted you before? Yeah, but this okay. time I actually don't know what's coming. Last time you weren't, you weren't ready. No, that's what I was prepared. I was just there for Jason Aldean last this time. You were this time you were 100% yes, and ready. willing for Kenny to blast you. Yes, Kristen prepared me well for Kenny's blasting. Kristen did prepare you. Yes. Kristen got blasted too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and her brother. We all got blasted. You all got blasted by Kenny. Yes. And probably... Um... <laughs> Why? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> episode okay. 70, guys. Uh, episode 70. Right, so, um, but probably... Um, the the person I was most surprised to see okay. there was Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. The Goffins. Yes, the Goffins. <laughs> Why was he there? I don't know, but he was in front of us. <laughs> oh, really? Don't yes, mind? Doctor noticed him. Nice. Grabbed him and said, are you Jared Goff? 
<laughs> she totally would. And she's like, yes. Yeah. So we have a picture <laughs> of, of you guys and Jared, Jared Goff. Yes, of, of yes, the of, of the coolest and the golf. That's great. That's great. Yes. Wow. The people who you'll find and find at a country music festival. Yep. Yeah. Is apparently a football player. Yep. That actually checks out. Yeah. Also, he dances. He dances like a white boy. Who would have thought? <laughs> he has no rhythm at all. <laughs> That's fair. For being a quarterback, he you has keep no mind, rhythm. He is at a country music festival. I want to reiterate that. You must keep in mind. Of course, also, he dances like a white person. Yeah, but also keep in mind that he's a quarterback, so he's supposed to be nimble on his feet. Yeah. What does that have to do with keeping rhythm? Because <laughs> yeah, when you drop back. Fair. You have rhythm when you drop back. I guess there's a little rhythm to it. Are you supposed to like, move your hips? Are you telling? Are you telling me that you would have rather that he did his quarterback shuffle. moving? Yes, he did the <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> shuffle. Yes, for every every. I wish he would do the Super <laughs> Bowl shuffle. Okay, okay. For, bring one back to LA. Wrong team, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyways. I know that. I know you know that. Okay. We, okay, we need to wrap He's this so. Up. Anything else you want to tell us about? He's, he's no greatest show on turf either. <laughs> no. Anything else Maybe you want to tell us about Stagecoach? Uh, yes, uh, the other acts. Uh, Cole Swindell, great. Thomas Rhett, great. Maggie and Teddy, great. Also Dan and Shay. Um, I have no idea what any of these people are, <laughs> but keep going. This is not for me. Kiefer Sutherland was there. I know that name. Yes, but you don't know his music. No. <laughs> I didn't see a play either. Don't worry. Theme to 24? Yes. Uh, oh! Shania brought out uh, someone I didn't expect her to bring out. Okay. He was a triple threat, an actor, a singer, and a dancer. All right. And when she made this announcement, I was like, oh, I wonder who it could be. It sounds like Justin Timberlake. It does sound like Justin Timberlake. It's not Justin Timberlake. Who was it? It was the Jonas. Which one? The one with bacon. Uh, Nick? Joe. Did you get my yeah. staff? <laughs> bring the bacon? I yes. I was wondering what that meant. That's what that meant. Okay. Uh, I think that's Nick Jonas. So. Is that Nick Jonas? Yes, because Joe Jonas is with the um, DNC. The DNC. Yeah. Yes, right. he is. He's having his cake by the ocean. And Nick and Jonas has Nick's his bacon. bacon in a diner. Yes. And then Bro Jonas is married somewhere. Bro Jonas. What about the bonus Jonas? What about him? <laughs> bonus Jonas, he's still on. <laughs> he's still beating that draw. Do you remember? You remember that? It was yes. Like the Jonas Brothers. They, they had a little brother, so everybody called him the bonus Jonas. Yeah, he was the drummer. <laughs> I just, I just love that joke. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the bonus, bonus Jonas. <laughs> that poor kid. Yeah. The, all of them are poor kids. Yeah. Kevin well, Jonas is the oldest. Yes. He got married. Even when they got married immediately. Moved to Utah or something. I don't remember. Sounds right. That sounds right. All right. We need to talk. Okay. And anyways. Come on. That, that will end. Uh, That's it for Stagecoach? Yeah. Get uh, fun. Get a, a lot of drinking. Actually, yes. A lot of drinking. A lot of tanning. Yep. Um... I'm sure we'll have more for the after show, but for now, we're going to wrap up the podcast. You need, need proof that he was there? Wristband? Sorry, doctor, I cut it. Yep. Did she uh, tell you not to? I couldn't get up and wrist either way. Fair. All right, so let's wrap this up for the podcast. Plug us, Matt. All right, so thank you. That was this week's edition of the Media Vote Podcast. We're back on Wednesday of next week for another show. You can watch us live right here on our YouTube video. Uh, YouTube channel, I mean. You can live watch us our videos and us live streaming at 8 o'clock, give or take, on Wednesday night. Uh, you can also catch our audio versions on iTunes, Media Vote Podcast, or on Podbean, who hosts us so graciously. You can also... The Bean! Help us out 
by donating to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash mediaboat. You will find our Patreon where you can help donate as little as a dollar a month to help us make even better content for you. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, um, Media Boat Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Media Boat. And all our news and breaking streaming will be announced on those formats. So, in the meantime, join yeah. us next week. I'm going to try to get back into doing uh, my week, my daily Facebook posts. Yeah, more Facebook posts. Yeah, I'm going to try to get back into it. Uh, we're probably a month, another month out from um, the debut of MediaBoatPodcast.com. So, yep. look forward to that as well. We'll have more news when that hits. In the meantime, see you guys next Wednesday. All right. Bye.